Welcome back to the Read Together podcast, part of North Alabama Conference Ministries. Uh, My name is Joe Riddle. I am an ordained elder in the North Alabama Conference, and my current appointment is through the General Board of Global Ministries as a global missionary uh, in Lusaka, Zambia. I'm excited to be here today, and I want to just go ahead and and dive right into the scripture. Uh, John chapter 8, verses 12 through 20, and this is what it says. Again, Jesus spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Then the Pharisees said to him, You are testifying on your own behalf. Your testimony is not valid. Jesus answered, Even if I testify on my own behalf, my testimony is valid, because I know where I have come from and where I am going But you do not know where I come from or where I am going. You judge by human standards. I judge no one. Yet even if I do judge, my judgment is valid. For it is not I alone who judge, but I and the Father who sent me. In your law it is written that the testimony of two witnesses is valid. I testify on my own behalf. And the Father who sent me testifies on my behalf. Then they said to him, Where is your Father? Jesus answered, You know neither me nor my Father. If you knew me, you would know my Father also. He spoke these words while he was teaching in the treasury of the temple, but no one arrested him because his hour had not yet come. It's the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. The darkness is used to conceal and cover up that which we don't want others to see. Even if we truly have nothing to hide ourselves, it's often in the dark when we feel the most fear. The darkness makes it so we can't clearly see what is to come. And that scares us. In our scripture today, we hear Jesus say, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of light. Before we zoom in on this story and look at when and and where Jesus decides to say something like this, I want to offer some cultural context to meditate on this week. These are the ideas and understandings that Jesus' listeners would have had. This is what would have run through their minds as they tried to understand Jesus and who he was saying he is. Now, some of this you will recognize as well. In Genesis 1, God spoke and there was light. After the exodus from Egypt, God led the people of Israel to freedom by night with a flaming cloud, a large cloud of light. On that same journey, the Israelites were instructed to create the first menorah. In Judaism, uh, the light of the menorah is understood to represent a number of things. 
It's a reminder of the goodness of God's light on that first day. Over time, it's also become a reminder of an underdog story about the Maccabees, where a small ray of light was able to overcome vast darkness. It's light is supposed to be enjoyed, not used for study or work of any manner. Gazing at the menorah reminds us of the miracles of daily life, including light itself. When the first temple was built in Jerusalem, they erected a large menorah. The priests lit the menorah in the temple every evening and cleaned it every morning, replacing the wicks and putting fresh olive oil into the cups. The light of the menorah symbolizes an internal flame. It's been said that the menorah is a symbol of the nation of Israel and its mission to be a light unto the nations. Many of us also know the Psalms. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. There's a long tradition of understanding the Torah or scripture to be the light that has guided people throughout history, including many dark times. Consider all of this. And now Jesus says, I am the light of the world. I encourage you to meditate on all of that this week, the many examples of light Jesus drew on, because I think what Jesus is saying might just be beyond any words I have and and begin to uh, approach the mystery of who Christ is. Now, I do want to look a little closer at the immediate context in which Jesus speaks, the, the, the story here. Jesus is at a large festival in Jerusalem known as the Festival of Booths. And this is just one more light uh, aspect to consider. But the tradition at the Festival of Booths was to light two large fires during the festival that uh, were said to light up the entire city of Jerusalem. During this festival... Jesus began to teach, and the Pharisees and scribes didn't appreciate that the crowd was starting to wonder, maybe this guy is the Messiah. They, the Pharisees and scribes, were convinced he wasn't, because they knew the prophecy that said the Messiah would come from Bethlehem, and yet Jesus came from Galilee. And not only was there this prophecy being held against Jesus, there was also a little bias towards Galilee. They, they didn't think anything good could come from there. When Jesus starts to accuse them of trying to kill him and accuse them of not knowing the Father, they got mad and they, and they sent guards to arrest him. But the guards listened to Jesus talk. 
And they wouldn't arrest him. They thought there is something different about this guy. By this point, the Pharisees are convinced Jesus is just deceiving everyone. They even say, has any one of the authorities or of the Pharisees believed in him? But this crowd, which does not know the law, they are accursed. Nicodemus speaks up, doesn't quite defend Jesus, but he does bring up the point that our law does not judge people without first giving them a hearing to find out what they are doing, does it? So it's at this point, When Jesus gets the opportunity to respond to them, he gets his hearing, and he tells them, I am the light of the world. Notice, Jesus doesn't tell his disciples first. Pastor Caroline Lewis says, No, I am the light of the world is first for those who question it and condemn it. It is first for those who refuse it and reject it. It is first for those who, even if they don't know it, need to hear it the most. It's easy to testify to the true light that shines in the darkness to willing listeners. It's far more difficult to give witness to Jesus as the light of the world when you are certain your witness will be rebuked and in the end, rejected. Jesus says this first to those who need to hear it the most. Before we start to pat ourselves on the back, though, before we start to think about the people we know who really need to hear this, let me remind you that The people Jesus was talking to were the people of the church. These were the people who knew about God speaking and creating the light. The people who knew about the cloud of fire leading the Israelites to freedom. The people who knew the law, the Torah, and that it was a light unto their path. And yet Jesus recognized in their zealousness to defend Scripture, to keep this law literally word for word, they were willing to kill for it. Their judgment was clouded by another kind of darkness. They had forgotten grace and mercy. In the midst of all that Jesus says, we are given two more stories that highlight what he means. Now, the first one is not even found in the oldest text we have, but someone knew this story about Jesus and decided that it illuminated what Jesus was saying so well that they later added it right in the middle of the Pharisees accusing the crowd of not knowing the law and questioning Jesus. And then immediately after Uh, the story, is when Jesus responds by saying, I am the light of the world. The story is also one that you know, the 
woman caught in adultery. The scribes and Pharisees bring this woman caught in adultery to Jesus. Ask him, what should we do with her? They're ready to stone her, to kill her for her sin. But Jesus says, Let anyone among you who is without sin be the first to throw a stone at her. Everyone walks away. She's guilty. But Jesus tells the woman, I do not condemn you. Go your way and from now on do not sin again. It's grace. The second story is about the blind man who's healed on the Sabbath. And in the midst of the story about the blind man, Jesus again says, I am the light of the world. We know everything Jesus is doing here is connected. The keepers of the law aren't happy that Jesus would work on the Sabbath day, breaking the law by healing this man. They are so worried about following the letter of the law that they can't see that this man has been healed. This man has experienced a miracle. They have forgotten grace and mercy. Jesus is trying to teach the Pharisees to tell the Pharisees, I am the light of the world. This law, this scripture, this Bible is not supposed to be used to try and control people, to to shame them, to kill them. It's supposed to offer freedom. It's supposed to offer light in the darkness. I am the word of God. I am the light of the world. Follow me. No mercy. No peace. As followers of this same light today, we are to be the light of the world in the world, right? The body of Christ. This is our reality now. Light that exposes people and systems and institutions that have used darkness to hide what they don't want to be seen. It is light that shines in the lives of those who have known only darkness. Sometimes that means speaking up when we know those who are listening will never hear us. When we know those who are listening may even rebuke us or challenge us. And that part of this is not easy. But it also means that Whatever it is we may be hiding, whatever it is we may be afraid of, whatever it is we are keeping in the dark, Jesus, the light of the world, calls on us to bring it to the light. And when we do, we hear those same words he spoke to the woman caught in adultery. I do not condemn you. Now go and sin no more. Instead of shame, instead of condemnation, we are met only with mercy and grace in the light of Jesus Christ. This is very good news indeed.
I invite you to pray with me now. A short prayer. Almighty God, Jesus, the light of the world, as we follow you today, would you illuminate the darkness within us, within me, and around me. Show us your presence. Show me your presence and your path in the light of your life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.